Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering The White Lotus, Season 1, Episode 2, New Day. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, re-watching The White Lotus. So this is my second watch through, second time that I've seen New Day. Very excited to be revisiting this in preparation for Season 2, which is only, what, five weeks away at this point, I think? Very exciting times, and I am here, as always, with my co-host and former student, Kurt. And hi, everyone. As always, I'm glad to be here with the greatest podcaster in the history of all podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the seer of series, Mr. Sal. We got to have some kind of like background music when you say that, like some like wrestling. <laughs> I need like, like wrestling. really sad music, no, like no, no. really depressing, no. somber music like, of just the like, sadness of someone, like rest- a spell of a man. Like oh. wrestling entrance music, like uh, <laughs> or Jimmy McMillan. You know Jimmy McMillan? No, I don't know Jimmy. Oh, I Jimmy McMillan. Oh, I love Jimmy McMillan. He started the Rent Is Too Damn High party in New York State. Oh, oh I do know. I yeah. do know about. This. Okay, so I, I know that. I, I, I want. Music. I want his song playing while you say that. What else were his policies other than the rent is too damn high? I do remember that. Well, I believe that he was concerned about the rent being too high. I do know that policy about him. Specifically in New York City. Anyway. Specifically in New York City, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know what else I, I, I heard? I, I'm not sure if it's true, Kurt. I, I don't know. You'll have to fill me in here. But I heard that snitches get stitches. I, I, that's what I heard. Yeah, and sleeping on the beach is a great way. <laughs> like, I love the sand getting everywhere. <laughs> I own. That's, that's what I hate most about the beach. Like, yeah, I don't like, mind uh, walking in the sand and stuff, mm-hmm. but I, I hate. That if I go to the beach, I know for the next week I'm going to find sand and like yep. everywhere. Like, yep. like any bag I bring to the beach, it's going to yep. have sand in it for the next like until I clean it out. There's going to be sand in there. It's a fair argument, Kurt. I, I yeah. think. But before we get too deep down that sandy rabbit hole, let's start taking a guess at each other's ratings here on a scale from one to ten. I know that you you really like the pilot. Uh, mm-hmm. you gave a nine out of ten. I wish I mean that's unheard of for a pilot for you. That not unheard of, not unheard but very, of. very rare, very rare, rare. Yes. Hmm. So I, I mean, the, as you're gonna find out, every episode is pretty much more of the same. So it's not like there's a lot of variation. I'm gonna have a very difficult time ranking these episodes because they're all pretty much. This is this is it. It's it's not a lot of you know things happening it's 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 a lot of people feeling so anyway uh i th- i think you still really liked it I, I don't know that you necessarily liked this one that much more than the pilot or that much worse than the pilot so i'll say you gave this one a nine all right well i mean you saying that makes me want to say that you gave this a nine said <laughs> that they're yeah, all kind of the, the same the, the eternal disadvantage of going first and picking the series so yeah you gave it a nine that's my guess <laughs> yeah i did I would disagree that every episode is the same. I mean, okay. obviously, you know, <laughs> You've seen I know this, yeah, <laughs> to, to an extent. I did not give this episode a nine. I okay. gave it an eight. I think it is worse than the last episode. Did you? Okay. Yes, Interesting. I do. All right. Why? Uh, the biggest reason why is I, I liked, I still liked the episode, like chunks of it, but what I did not like is I think the girls are funny, Olivia and Paula, mm-hmm. but it was too much of them. And I did not care enough about their story for the amount they took above it. That being said, I would I would extend that to perhaps all the Moss Box. Oh, interesting. Um, Mark was all right, but I don't know. Like them at dinner, Mark's happy, you know, new lease on life. But I, I just I don't know. I was I wasn't crazy. My favorite thing with the Moss Box 
I don't, I don't know. I it's just I'll, I'll leave it there. That, that's about it. Okay. I, I always that, I'll leave it there though. So okay, all right, all right, fair enough. I I, I did really like this uh, this episode. I I still. I actually really like the, the Mossbachers in, in this episode. I think they actually might be my favorite story in this episode. So, <laughs> kidding me? No, I, I really. Why am I, why am I, I feel last episode I realized I think I might be in the minority. I think I am. I, 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 maybe the Mossbachers are the popularity of the of this. Uh, of oh, the I don't think so. I think no, okay. I think I think people. I think the the characters that that well, people most me. gravitate toward. I think are Tanya and Armand. Those are pretty funny characters. I I think those tend to be people's and and I guess Rachel too. Rachel's did, like the actual best person. Yeah, so, person. so so I guess yeah, because a lot, that matters to a lot of people, so I guess Rachel is probably the one that people most relate to and or most want to relate to anyway. <laughs> and, I see a lot of myself in Rachel. Yeah, right. I, I don't know about you, but I feel I, I most relate with Rachel. Yeah. But I, but I, I've, I really enjoyed the Mossbacher story. I, I thought the, the Tanya stuff was just okay in this episode. It wasn't like anything. I, I liked Tanya much better in the first episode, although the, the scene with her with the girls on the beach was was pretty funny uh i thought um and the shane and rachel stuff this shane just grates on me more and more every episode so. man see that but that's what i love about shane like that's the <laughs> see, that's the thing like shane's a terrible person but i think it's hysterical yeah. He's just, he's he just is a terrible person i don't know it's just like what uh what he offers to yeah, what, what, what's your job gonna pay i'll pay you double there you go that's the no problem problem solved no, oh. don't to worry then if it's funny we're worried about like it's not funny she's worried about it completely. It's, i don't know just, uh, yeah. i love it yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I figured you would yeah. one of the things that always kind of like i don't know it didn't bother me about the series but it always made me a little bit disappointed about the series was the only character that we know is not the dead one is shane <laughs> oh yeah true oh true yeah Shane, yeah the most like the most terrible character with the the, the, character, the one yeah. that would have been easiest to palette is, yeah. Is, yeah, is, yeah. it's not him that <laughs> so. is true that is true now so like the so what do you like so much about the moss box right because i'm gonna separate it first to the girls which is okay um, olivia well, actually, before we do that, do you want to talk about our favorite scene? Or sure. To... Let's yeah, let's okay. let's talk about our favorite scenes, okay. then we'll talk about funny stuff after that. But all right, so I I think that your favorite scene is the one you already referenced with Shane and Rachel at dinner, where she uh, he he offers to double her salary. <laughs> um. Okay. Your favorite scene is uh, I'll say the very beginning scene when um the girls realize they have a whole pharmacy. Uh huh. Okay. That... That is, I think, one of the funniest scenes in the in the episode. It's it not my favorite, scene. though. Okay. Not my favorite. Wait, what is your favorite? My favorite is the Mossbachers at dinner. I, I, what I love about the Mossbachers at dinner is uh, Olivia's refusal to accept her mother as a, a, a I don't know, as a, as a legitimate status figure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, <laughs> she's she's taking part like the social fabric and stuff. And right, yeah. So I I love that. And then the fact that Mark, though he has heard all of this, 
couldn't care less what any of them have said. No, he just ever. cares about himself. Yeah, he's, he's, he's but he's decided that it's a new day and 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 it's he's got a new lease on life and it's it's all coming up roses for Mark despite the fact that it's all crumbling down around him. Uh, so yeah, that's my favorite scene. I love that one. You got mine wrong as well. My favorite scene it was Nicole and Rachel chatting. That was my favorite scene. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good scene. It's just like the awkwardness of when you got it. It's just so funny to me. I thought it was so funny. What's interesting about that scene to me is that on most uh, most other people, I think, and maybe I'm just projecting what I would have done myself, but most other people in Nicole's situation, I think, would have just said, oh, oh, interesting. And, And let her walk away and then just, you know, complained about it to her husband later. They're not talking about the fact you didn't like it to their face. Yeah, right. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Especially a stranger. Yeah, no. Yeah, especially the stranger who clearly admires you. Like, <laughs> yeah, she said a bunch of good things about her. Yeah. So, anyway, it, it's a so that was that was interesting. But uh, yeah, I, that's a great scene. That is a great scene. I really, I'm very surprised that you're. I, I mean, I was. I don't think I have been this certain about your favorite scene maybe ever. So I'm really surprised I got it wrong. Really? Yeah. I mean, I liked that scene. I thought it was a good one. It's just, yeah, no, I, I really like the, um, it was, I mean, that was, a, it was a funny scene. I did enjoy it, but no. But I mean, beyond funny, like there's no better display of the disconnect between Shane and Rachel than him offering to double her, whatever they're paying her. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is like completely tone deaf. Oh, well, that's, and him also going, you're ruining our honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, she's the one ruining it. <laughs> That was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, how about some funny stuff? I thought the drug parade in the beginning was absolutely hysterical. I like that. Just I wish no, we had no, some weed. Funny. Oh no, wait, I do yeah. have some weed. Oh, yeah, now we're gonna get fat. Oh wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. This is all. Yeah, ketamine makes another appearance on on Showhoppers. What I mean, so it was in Dexter New Blood, and it was in. There was another one. Was it Ozark? No, that yeah, was actually, that was she spike was kind of mean? No, that was fentanyl, which fentanyl. that was also oh, yeah. Dexter that was New also Blood. Dexter New Blood. Our bad. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, I get so, some confused. Yeah, so I, I swear there was ketamine someplace. Oh, Russian doll. Oh yes, yeah, yes, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> Russian doll. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, I, that was funny, but like basically, what, what bothered me about the girl storyline, and maybe I should enjoy the journey, not the destination, so much. But it was mm-hmm. just, and it's not, like my main issue is the the. Paul and Olivia's storyline, not even the Mossbuckers as a whole. Okay. But it's just their storyline takes up a lot of screen time for the episode. And yeah. you can kind of just boil it down to they had drugs, they lost their drugs. And also, and this I'm also actually okay. Like Paula's interested in that guy, it seems like. But it, it, it was just they have drugs, they lost their drugs. That's their whole storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they take up so much screen time over it. But well, but in the process, you know. You you also have have now seen Armand intentionally withhold the drug bag from them and yeah. consume the drugs. So no, that's true. So there's that overlap there. You've seen Tanya try to reach out to them, which that doesn't go quite as well. And that's and that's kind of a throwaway, just humor, I think. I uh, mean, and, and in the girl's defense, Tanya, imagine could, a stranger coming up to you and then talking about themselves for that long. I, going, well, what should I do with the, my dead mom's ashes? What do you think? Uh, am, I, am I doing a good thing here? Like, that's, that's, a, that's a lot to put on someone's plate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, what, but I, I think there's, 
I think I latched on to the story, uh, the the Paula with the employee story a little bit more than you did. So, uh, well, no, no. So uh, here, here's what I do sense from that, right? Is it, it looks like Olivia's jealous in mm-hmm. some way. Now, whether it's jealousy that her friend or if, like, maybe Olivia likes Paula more than just a friend, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, no, yeah, I, I mean, that's what I sensed from it. Yeah, so, I mean... Olivia yeah, the... seemed to like the fact that Paula's talking. Right. I mean, de- there's definitely hints at that especially in that opening scene that this may be more than just a friendship yeah don't don't you think yeah yeah i don't like asmr though you you don't like what i don't like asmr (laughs) i don't know what that means that's what they did to be the asmr thing did you not in a (laughs) asmr yeah that's what olivia said you want to do some asmr to paula and then started doing like the oh the the, the, the the sensory deprivation thing not the sensory, sensory stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That's ASMR. Yeah. What does the ASMR stand for? I don't know. Where it's like that, like noise stuff, like that person, like whispering in your ear, oh, like, yeah. style stuff. There, ASMR stands for autonomous or an autonomous sensory meridian response. I can't. I can't. I, I, I don't okay. know how to say it. It's What's a tingling that? sensation you get from hearing ASMR like that. Right. Really. Up, I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It, it makes me feel like. You, do you know anyone in your life that like? Like when they whisper to you, yeah. or if they try to whisper to you, they try to whisper too close to your ear. Okay, everybody, and anybody whispering to me is no. too close to my ear. No, they whisper <laughs> too close, and you like lunge your ear back, and then what they do is they they get closer. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's what ASMR is like to me. I I I don't like ASMR. So is this a thing? Like you knew yes. about ASMR before? Yes. Yeah, I'm shocked you did it. I thought it was bigger than what it was. I guess. I guess. I guess it must be like a younger age. Maybe. You just don't yeah. Know what it is. But ASMR is pretty. I, I pretty huge thing. Like if you, I'll tell you right now. If you ask anyone in your class, they'll all know what ASMR is. I really? If I, I use the acronym, it. if I say ASMR. no, no, don't say the acronym. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Use ASMR. Don't say what it stands for. Yeah. If you say. Yeah. We are no ASMR. I guarantee you that everyone will know it. Guarantee. I mean, I I totally understand why you wouldn't like it. It's an incredibly intimate thing. Like, there's a lot of trust involved and a lot of vulnerability. Well, not even that. Well, so when I say ASMR, is I've never really used it in real world like circumstances. To me, ASMR has always been like you can look up like some people. I the only people I really know when it's ever talked about is you can go on YouTube or other like. Probably, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or other places where our podcast is found. Actually, there's no point in plucking that. You're already listening to our podcast. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, ASMR is like, people will listen to it when they go to bed and stuff. Like, they, it just soothes them. Really? Or like, they like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, they like the tingling feeling or something. I don't quite know. I don't I don't relate to it. But that's yeah. the context I was here. I've never heard of someone doing ASMR in real life like this. Where it's like, oh, you want ASMR? Then they do it in real life. I okay. guess it makes sense, but I just I've never heard of it like this in this context. Interesting. Okay, I I, I know I've heard of you know, white noise. People like white noise when they go to sleep, but mm-hmm. or like you know the sound of the ocean or whales or whatever. But th- that's a, is... that can be a form of ASMR, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, that that's that seems quite different than this. This seems yeah. very intimate, almost sexual. Like this is this is there's some real. It seemed to me I picked up on some real tension between these two right so i i don't know if there is i mean i do but <laughs> at, this, <laughs> yeah. at this point i you know we we don't know uh if there's a relationship here that goes deeper than friendship yeah 
but yeah. and but I but we're talking about our funniest scenes here. Oh, oh no, I guess we're not yet. You you wanted Favorite to talk thing. about their story and and the, I I think there's a lot more to their story than you're giving it credit for. No, there there is, but I think they spend too much time still. So, okay, is. all right. Sydney Sweeney did get nominated for an Emmy for this role as Olivia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> Paula, one oh, of the we'll few see. actresses in this series who did not get an Emmy nomination. All of them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right. So there you have it. So let's move on and talk about some of the stuff we found funny. I, obviously, I think the jerk parade was was really funny. I called it the jerk <laughs> parade, but uh, yeah, I, I think um, shortly after that, like for the breakfast buffet. Yeah. When Shane calls Rachel's job disposable garbage (laughs) oh god (laughs) oh Oh, man just uh, sticking with the mossbacker i think this is another reason why i like the mossbacker stuff so much i I thought everything was everything they did was so funny like the the uh when when uh what's her name now i'm forgetting her, her name nicole when nicole comes out in the morning and olivia gets on her case for for just coming in you can't just come in without knocking paula is uh what did she call her a sensitive like high hypersensitive person not hyper yeah highly Something sensitive like person highly, H- yeah. hsp Hi- paula is an hsp and nicole's like what does that even mean she's like a highly sensitive person and she has a med- medical diagnosis and nicole says who's her doctor lena dunham and do you know who lena dunham is no, who's Lena Dunham? Uh, she was the main character on Girls, which was an HBO series. I don't know, probably ended six or seven years ago. I think I can't remember when it ended, but anyway, it, she was the main character on it, and she's like famously liberal. Like, like she character. No, the, oh, Lena the Dunham, actor. the actor is okay, like the actress. famously liberal. So, so it was really. I I got a kick out of Nicole saying. Who's your doctor, Lena Dunham? Um, but and then even later in that scene, when the, <laughs> she's fussing over getting to breakfast and she's rearranging the furniture and everything, and Quinn comes in and he goes, "This is, I think, the funniest line in the whole episode. It's a breakfast buffet in Hawaii. It shouldn't be a stressful situation." <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> uh, That's good. That is yeah. good. Uh, yeah. You're, you're like, how are you when you're on vacation, Mr. South? Do you like planning things and doing certain things, or do you like being more of like a? It depends on or... it depends on where I'm going. I, I've done it both ways. I think if I'm going to a place where I don't speak the language, I want to be part of a tour group and have everything planned out for me. If I'm going someplace where I speak the language, then I want everybody to leave me alone and I want to do my own thing. Okay, you want to? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm normally the latter. I'd say I just like I, I don't like having a planned itinerary for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I, like a little, I like a little loosey-goosey. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. You're there to relax. Not even just relax. I mean, if I want to do stuff, I'll do stuff. But I want yeah. it on my own. I, I, I don't want to be told what I'm doing. It shouldn't be a stressful situation. It shouldn't be a stressful situation. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. agree. Yeah. I really loved Armand's passive aggression with Shane about getting them into the other so into the pineapple suite says so there's no ocean view but you would have that second powder room so, yeah. so would you like a second yeah powder if, room? If, if i am if if i did make a mistake i'm sorry or something right something to that effect yeah 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 but but the uh, the idea that he's he's like obviously if you're offered you're only two people you're offered a second bathroom or an ocean view 
nine people out of 10, maybe 99 people out of 100 are going to take the ocean view, right? I mean, so, that's another bathroom, though. What if we both use the bathroom? There's only two of you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's only one bathroom. One toilet, probably. Yeah, probably. But I don't know. That it seems, <laughs> it, it, really se- it seems like, like a no-brainer to me. Like, Armand oh, yeah, put that out there. Like, there's, there's an ocean view in the one you have. There's no ocean view in the other one, but there's a second bathroom. It's bigger. What do you want? What do you want, guy? You want the, <laughs> you want the second bathroom or you want the ocean view? And I, he, so. I like because he was probably banking on Shane saying, oh, you're right. I'll, I'll stick with the ocean view. But I, Shane, yeah. to, to cut off, cuts off his nose to spite his face, like, I don't, it's not about that. I don't care. I want the pineapple suite. I don't care if I lose the ocean view. It is. Yeah. I, I also like, um, how he, at that point, Armand talks about Wednesdays when the German couple leaves, but then he talks to them and learn, or Shane talks to the German couple <laughs> yeah. and they're actually leaving Tuesday. Yeah. And now he thinks, you know, it's just the, I love the spite and just this pettiness between the two. Oh God. Um, so yeah. It's, it's awkward for sure. Um, the, the, uh, Watching Quinn work his way through the pool, balancing games. his laptop, his Nintendo Switch, his cell phone, and he got his AirPods in. It was I, I think it's hysterical. I think it perfectly sums up Quinn. And he goes up to the you know the counter, orders his nachos, and you know just starts gaming. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it's great. Fun. So, another cool. brilliant Mossbacher moment. Yeah. Um. Tanya, after her session with Belinda, massage session, she does the show hoppers mortal. Um, <laughs> and, oh, we not really, tell- because she just do, only do it for a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We should tell people about this. Probably should we remind people? Um, mortal sin, show hoppers. Don't talk about your dreams. That's not to say the dreams you wish to fulfill in life. Like maybe one day you want to be whatever job. That's fine. Yeah, not, we're not. We aren't talking about aspirations. We're talking about yeah. literal dreams. Literal dreams when you go to bed at night. No one wants to hear that. Okay, no one cares about your dreams. <laughs> I mean, nope. if you want, summarize them in less than like ten seconds, which Tiny did kind of do here. So I'll give her props for that. Yeah, but they're not like one of the one of the least one of the most boring things I feel like you can do is going on about your dream. And, oh, I saw this. I saw that. Because I, I don't know what to say about it. All I can I all I can respond back is. Oh really? Okay. Oh wow. Oh yeah, that's so old. You know, you know it wasn't real, right? Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> nothing I can respond. Like I can't respond. All I can either go is like, "Man, that's crazy," or like, "Oh, and, and is there? Do you have any other detail? Because you know what? You don't have any other details. It's a dream. You don't. You don't have like. I can't. I can't ask you about the particulars because you're you're not going to know the particulars. So anyway. So anyway, Tanya talked about her dream. Uh, yeah. You know, she was top of a mountain with a cyanide pill. Fair enough. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, I did love. I think it was Olivia was talking about Putin with with yeah, her, her mom. Uh, yeah, yeah, and connecting Nicole to Putin. And Mark's like, "Your mother is not Putin." I love the Mossbachers in this episode. I'm really not sure why you didn't love the Mossbachers. But... It's not that that funny. It, it's okay. But... I thought it was funny. It was. It, it's comedic. Also, slow slow motion Tanya, I thought was hysterical as well. But I'm I'm, yeah. I'm apparently much more sensitive to slow motion humor than you are. So apparently, yeah. The tiny chatting with the girls was really funny. I thought, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, you ready to run through the scenes here? That I am. Okay. Open with Olivia and Paula. 
They lament their lack of drugs until they remember that they brought loads of drugs. Mark does not have cancer, it turns out. The kids don't seem very interested. <laughs> uh, we would get the next, the waking up montage. Mark and Tanya and Shane have a pep in their step. I mean, we see all three of them wake up separately and they all look so happy to be alive. Belinda and Armand do not. <laughs> they, they both look completely miserable. Armand doesn't even remember Lonnie's name. And he tells Belinda that he wanted to drink so bad, but she says, oh, but you're five years sober. So we now know that Armand had a substance abuse problem that he's been free of for the past five years. Mm-hmm. Paula turns out is a person. Nicole has a tough time getting everyone to breakfast and Mark finds the drugs, but he doesn't even care. You know, he thought he had cancer, but he doesn't. So <laughs> we're going to let that slide. All right. The staff, including Armand, seems very stressed at breakfast. We get these like disgusted looks from the staff as they watch Shane like pile fruit onto his plate. And anyway, Rachel turns out gets offered uh, a piece on a guy who does a hovering RV at Burning Man every year or something like that. Shane blows it off and says she doesn't need to worry about money anymore. Why are you doing that? But this is this is what she's dedicated so much of her life to. And so it does matter to her. And she seems obviously very conflicted. He seems obviously very oblivious. There's clearly a disconnect there. Shane tells Armand that they're in the wrong room, has the email receipts to prove it. But Armand is going to try to make it up to him. Let him have a think on how they're going to make it up. So I I would love it if because <laughs> what's the wording you said how he talks to the guests Armand he talks to them like they're uh like they're well they're small children they're, like they're small children yeah. sen- sensitive 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 children, children. I would love yes. if he offered him like a toy or something he's like here here's a race car and like gives it to him <laughs> or something I mean <laughs> he does he does like basically he does with the other room offer that's true I, yeah the, the other room offer is is set up and I've told you before i don't know if i've ever said it on the podcast but frequently as a teacher i i i present the illusion of choice yes <laughs> like you know, do you know what I mean? so so there's a choice here there's a but there's definitely a right one and a wrong one <laughs> you know you can so he said you know you can you can have the other room but there's no ocean view or you can keep your ocean view room like, so so uh, you know that he, he's definitely trying to get Shane to take ownership of that decision. Like it was his decision to yeah, stay in the room. That. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, that gets him completely off the hook, but Shane will not do it. It's really bad. Anyway, Belinda gives Tanya another transformative treatment, a 90 minute massage felt like what 10, but that's because she fell asleep and had the dream about cyanide bill. But by the way, I've never had a massage. Cause I don't know. I, I just don't like the, the idea of like a stranger, I don't know. I totally agree. But, I, I, <laughs> but I, I would be. I don't know if I, if I, if I got like a paid for a fifty minute massage and I fell asleep ten minutes into it, I don't know if I'd be happy or sad about that. I know, right? I feel like I'd be really <laughs> conflicted about it because I'd be like, well, yeah, I guess it was so good. I fell asleep, I guess. But on on the other side, like, I really only experienced ten minutes of it. I, oh, I guess you might have lasting, you know, effects from it. Like, right. It depends you know, on if you if, are you just in it for the results or are you in it for the experience. So, yeah, you know, that's 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 the difference, I guess. But Tanya asks Belinda to dinner. Belinda agrees, despite hotel guest fraternization being frowned upon. So, we'll see where that goes. 
Quinn balances all his uh, devices through the pool, and Shane talks to the German couple in, quote, our room. He, he calls the pineapple our, our room. room. Yeah. <laughs> but they're leaving Tuesday, not Wednesday, like Armand had said. Oh, Armand. Anyway, Mark uh, signed uh, he and Quinn up for scuba certification classes, much to Quinn's chagrin. Rachel and Nicole have a little chit-chat. This is Kurt's favorite scene. Rachel's worried that she'll become a, a, a moon to Shane's planet. Nicole encourages her not to give up her independence. Her power is her independence. Don't give up your power. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, that's you're welcome. Or was that? Or is that? <laughs> I, I should have opened the, the show with that. But anyway, uh, she, Nicole loves to help women until she finds out that Rachel <laughs> wrote her profile. I love it so much. <laughs> she tells Rachel that she climbed a hellish ladder. She didn't ride a Me Too wave. And Rachel is so shaken, she doesn't even know what to say. She doesn't response to any of it. Well, I guess she does. She, she says that I, I basically repurposed the piece from the post. <laughs> and Nicole calls her then, well, you're a bad journalist then. So, anyway, Olivia Paul and Paula do ketamine on the beach. And Tanya joins them, much to their chagrin. Uh, lots of chagrin among the Mossbacher children in this episode. <laughs> but she tells them about her ashes dilemma. And they book it out of there, but leave a purse full of drugs. They gotta pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Armand gets shredded by Shane's mother's travel agent. That's Three degrees of separation there. Well, two degrees of separation, I suppose, from Shane himself. But someone delivers him the purse of drugs, which he stashes. So this, it's interesting that this, this, all these drugs are presented to him right after he gets lambasted by this guy on the phone. Mm-hmm. At dinner, the girls are freaking out about the missing bag. Shane criticizes Rachel for taking the job on their honeymoon. That's rude. So no, no, he says. He just says, no, <laughs> you're, no, you're not doing it. But Nicole is happy. Rachel expressed her admiration. So when she tells, when Nicole relates the story of her conversation with Rachel to the rest of her family, it's, it comes across very differently as it did when we were actually watching it happen. Right? Yeah. yeah. So this, this is another thing I love about the Mossbacher dinner. It's like Nicole is now just really, like she, she doesn't tell much about, what she said to Rachel after she found out that she wrote that piece or talk about the piece much at all. She just says it was crap, but what she's doing here is just flexing. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look, look at this. Look at this accomplishment of mine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do really, I do. I really enjoy that. But Olivia is not impressed at all. Paula eyes, the staff member that we don't really know. And Armand brings Shane and Rachel a complimentary bottle of champagne. Finally, Shane's getting some respect. Good. It looks, it looks like Lorenzo must have called. <laughs> travel agent must have called in. Finally, getting some respect around here. Oh. I got to get a travel agent. That's what this told me. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So the travel agency. Man, I, have you ever used a travel agent or nope. like, interacted with one? No. Nope. Okay. See, see, when I was... I know that used to be a huge thing. It was huge. I, I, I mean, talk about a profession that probably decimated by technology now yeah Yeah. i mean that that is that is definitely one i remember when i studied abroad in college and everything had to go through a travel agent i had to get my flight my hotel all of it 
booked through a travel agent because I couldn't do any of it. So, it, I mean, not That's anymore. Rough. Unreal. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. I remember you haven't seen Nathan for you. But I, no, I do I remember um, there's a Nathan for you episode for listeners that know he basically is kind of a comedic reality TV. But I do know there's a bit where one episode he goes to visit a travel agent whose business isn't doing very well. Because, you know, <laughs> travel agents are one I know. Big disruption. You know, modern society. And so his his recommendation is that since only older people still use a travel agent, that they should also start going into the funeral space. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the that's about. There's a travel agent also selling funeral services. So, anyway. I, I love it. That's great. <laughs> All right. Olivia tracks down Armand about the bag and sees Paula with the employee. Armand lies to Olivia about the lack of bag. And Tanya and Belinda dine together. Belinda struggles with most of the clients being rich white people. That she says this to a rich white person. Yeah. That's not real funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shane offers Rachel double pay to say no to the article. Tanya, by the way, is down for funding a business for Belinda and thinks the Mossbachers are a beautiful family. Mark gives his self-proclaimed cheesy toast about, the, about new perspectives. And Rachel criticizes Nicole and Olivia to Shane. All right. Now, Nicole moves Quinn's bed into the living room. We're done with dinner now. Says Quinn is not staying in the kitchen anymore. He was like naked on the floor yesterday morning or this morning because it was so stuffy in there. He's staying in the living room. Olivia says they don't want him there. And so he says, fine, I'll go sleep on the beach. Now, Olivia confronts Paula about the guy and Paula just kind of minimizes it. Not a big deal. Rachel backs out of the piece. She's pissed, and he could not be happier. He keeps saying, my wife, my wife, my <laughs> wife. I know. Like, very, my very, wife. very, <laughs> yeah, not, not in a funny way. This is in a very deliberately possessive way. Like, the emphasis is on the my part of this expression over and over again. Uncle Charlie calls Mark. Turns out his dad did not die of cancer. He died. That's good to hear. I guess, but he died of AIDS. Oh, and I love Nicole's face when she when she hears hears the stares of jaw drops. Turns out he had two lives: his family and sex with men. Those were his his two lives. Quinn treks to the beach. Armand starts using the girls' drugs, and Quinn sees a whale. How beautiful! That is a, so d- d- we've got some some transformative moments here at the end, right? We've got Mark discovering his father's secret life we've after, got- yeah, well, after earlier, especially talking to Quinn about how he felt his dad was a manly, you know, dad, and he was sad <laughs> mm-hmm. that uh, Quinn could ever meet him and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, yes. So, but so so that's pretty transformative for Mark. We got. Uh, Armand starting to use again. That's going to be that we can only assume going to be well, very transparent. Maybe, maybe just took his own. Maybe just a prescription or something he already takes. It's clearly, the girl's bottle came out. Yeah, of the first. yeah, but maybe it's like, <laughs> oh, look, they all. You know, maybe he also takes some. I don't know. Like, 
I don't but, by the way, Paula does have prescriptions that she kind of needs, and, and she is going to say that. Yeah, have her <laughs> panic attacks. Yeah, so oh, yeah, that, that, oh that. man, I wonder if you can get a panic attack from not having your panic attack medication. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a self fulfilled prophecy, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, and we have Quinn seeing the whale, which I mean, he looks pretty smitten when he sees yeah, that whale. Maybe he'll love to go scuba diving now. Maybe he, unlike me, will fall in love with the outdoors. <laughs> I was, you, you, you'd be smitten if you saw a whale oh right man if, coast. If, I saw, if I saw a whale that close and I was like the only one that saw it I'd be pretty smitten yes I would I would be I would be I would yeah that'd be so cool <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go in the water though I'll tell you that I would, <laughs> I would I would be impressed but I would not go in the water yeah that's pretty amazing actually it's a really cool shot all right Kurt you have some work to do here I'll have to rank the. I, I have to know who do you think is going to be killed? Now, last time you ranked in order, your top three. That's what I'll give you this time as well. You said number one, Mark, number two, Tanya, number three, Armand. Mm-hmm. Well, Mark kind of changes a bit. He doesn't have cancer. So, well. Now, then the alternative is a family of mice burrowed in there, right? That's what, that's what he said in episode one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll take my chances with the cancer if that's the case. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm debating. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else who is, I especially think could die. I don't think Rachel or Shane. Well, obviously Shane doesn't die. <laughs> Shane's pretty safe. Obviously not Shane. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm gonna mix up my list here. I'm gonna take Mark off. I'm gonna add Nicole in. It's gonna be Tanya, Armand, Nicole. I'm also write this down. All right, so you're moving Tanya and Armand up a rank. Yeah, and putting Nicole up and adding rank. Nicole to the bottom. Okay, that, that's that, that, and that's the way I see it. All right. Any particular reason or? No, nothing particular. I mean, now <laughs> I, I don't think Mark's going to die now. Okay. Gotcha. After a scare in his lease on life, I don't think any of the kids are going to die. Okay. So, uh, Tanya strikes me as someone who could die. All right. Gotcha. All right, you have a little more work to do here because I'm going to ask you who you think is the one main character who is in next season, in season two. I think it's still... uh, Oh, yeah, I will remind you. Number one was Armand, number two, Shane, Shane, number three, Tanya. And I still think it's Armand, Shane, Tanya. I'm still going to keep that the same. So two two of your three characters on each list are on both lists. Yes, it's a hedge. It's a hedge, right? It's a huge hedge. It's a hedge. It's a hedge. That's really funny. All right. That's the way I listen. Shade would be on the dead list too, if I didn't already see it. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, why not put Nicole on the next season list? I don't think she'll be in the next season list. She's a whole family. Why would we see her and not the rest of her family unless she leaves them? Okay. All right. Well, then, Kurt, I think it's. I think that we probably would do well to check the time then. Oh, yeah, we can check the old. Oh, oh my. Whew. Never has a have I seen a time like this, Mister Cell. I've seen one o'clock. I've seen two o'clock. I've even seen nine o'clock. But never Ooh. have I seen TV time o'clock. Never, really, never. I, not that I can recall. Not since last time we recorded the White Lotus episode. Well, I, I mean, we recorded so many episodes, Mister Cell. I really can't remember. <laughs> they all kind of blur together. Have we seen TV time before? Oh, oh yes, we shouldn't have. And it is TV time. It's great time and showhoppers lore. Uh, very excited to be. <laughs> Looking into the app that is TV time. So, Kurt, on a scale from one to five, what do you think 
people said. Four. Yes, four is is, is correct. 51% said four. 31% said five. Mm. Episode one was better. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, now, what? The, let's take a guess at, at each other's favorite characters. Uh, I think you're going to stick with your same favorite character and say Armand was your favorite character in this episode. All right. Um, I think you said Mark. I think the people said Tanya. Okay. Uh, you're right. I did say Mark. How did you know that? Mark Mark gets 3% on TV time. He's in three, so seventh that, place. Does that mean the people said Armand? No, I said no. The the people said Rachel again. Fifty percent. They just like Rachel. Yeah, they just like Rachel. She's just likable, you know. In fact, I mean, she's like the most likable person on the show in terms of yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is flawed. Tanya is in third place with eleven percent. So who's second? Quinn six or eighteen percent. For actually, oh, fair enough. Quinn is also overall also a really good person. Actually, on on par with Rachel, just doesn't get as much attention i think and he's yeah. kind of younger i really like quinn in this episode actually he, he does have my favorite line in the episode it should not be a stressful situation anyway i think yeah, you right. got me right i put him on armand yeah i think that i could probably just go ahead and put armand for the rest of the series no. <laughs> we'll see we'll see i'll be honest i i was very close to picking shane but then i was like oh man i can't like that might that might come off as the fact that like, i like shane as a character like i think he's a like I don't want to ever look back and be like, "Yeah, I voted Shane," and it's like, "Wait, you you like Shane? That that guy? Like the guy that's a jerk?" Well, no, I think he's really funny, and that's what, like I thought it was. What do you mean he's funny? He's he's so mean. Yeah, but it's just really comedic. Okay, then I, it's, I it'd be the indefensible, basically. It, it would be. So, you you'd be a bad person by extension. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so I, I I did not do that. All right. Well, anything else you'd like to say about this new day? Like I said, I like the episode one more. So this 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 okay. is a bit of a but I'm still up on the series. I'm I'm excited for episode three. I'm okay. kind of what is I? Here's what I do expect from episode three because the previews already showed this of like, mm-hmm. um, Paula does like hook up with that guy, okay. and I already know like, um, Shane's mom is gonna come right. I. Oh, uh. I, I I don't even feel like that's a spoiler to say because that's what like it's in the trailer. Not it's even on the, the trailer as well. It's, uh, the the first episode's next on shows both of that, and they're <laughs> not on episode two. The first episode's next on showed that, so I don't yeah. even feel bad saying it. Yeah. So and it's not next on. At least not in the next episode because they haven't yeah. happened yet. So right. I don't like that. So gotcha. All right. Well, yeah. I I hope we can get back into your good graces with episode three. Uh, I I will tell you that I originally had given this episode an eight as well uh, on first viewing. Episode one and episode two, you gave it. Yeah, both of them. Yep. This yeah. is the season of the rank up here. You you rewatch it. Could it be. I mean, I'm, but I think it's reasonable. I think that a lot of a lot of things, whether they're movies or episodes of television, are better on second viewing. So. I don't. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of in ranking up here. Okay. So, that sounds like someone that's trying not to be ashamed of it. I am trying not to be ashamed. Of okay. It. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, if you'd like to contact us, please feel free to do so. Showhopperspodcast at gmail dot com. Please share the podcast around. Tell your friends, neighbors, enemies. Facebook friends. Tell your Facebook friends or, or Twitter followers or Instagram followers. 
about show hoppers that would be most good we would very much appreciate that as, as well we would appreciate uh, five-star rankings uh, ratings and reviews uh, and whatever podcast app you're choosing follow like download we do appreciate all that stuff please go back into our catalog and, and listen to some of the other coverage of the other great series we've covered from better call Saul to black mirror to russian dolls centaur world lost the leftovers ozark dexter new blood yeah only murders in the building that just wrapped up uh, yeah uh, and we will be getting back into lost we have to go back and we're doing so we're doing so on monday right kurt yes we're back to monday yeah so on monday we will be back with our season four of lost recap so check that out if you're interested in revisiting the island all right. Until that time, next week we will be back to cover Mysterious Monkeys. That's the title of episode three. But every day is like a new day. Like you're always being born into life. <laughs>